0: Teachers out in Georgia, oh yeah I get my weed from California, that's that I took my chick up to the north, yeah I get my light
1: right from the source, yeah Yeah, that's it You ain't sure, yeah But I'm for ya
2: yeah. This is the Legacy Lineup. I'm your host, Ren Lawwell. Joining me as always my co-host, Jimmy Barnett. And tonight we have uh, one of our favorite guests back with us tonight, BJ Allen. BJ, What's up, man? How's it going? Thanks for coming back. This is your second time on the podcast. I know there's a lot of uh, fanfare out there for BJ, so we're excited to have
0: you back, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it, boys. It's always good to be here with you guys. My my fellow uh, amigos. (laughs) 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 Amigos. All right,
2: Jimmy, uh, it's been a long week. Um, You know, obviously turkey season started today, so that's why we're doing this kind of later than we would usually do it. Um, But uh, how's your week been? Uh, Anything going on this week you want to mention?
1: Things are going good, man. Uh, late night podcast episode here, sitting here with at the Wells residence today with the dogs, uh, watching the UFC fights, uh, ready to get this thing started. It's going to be a late launch for the Legacy lineup this evening. Um, as we go on through the weeks, you know, the Saturdays, Sundays, it, it might kind of vary what day we launch these episodes, so just kind of bear with us on that.
2: For sure, for sure. Um, I know Scar reached out on Twitter, uh, one of our few followers that actually uh, interacts with us on Twitter, so thanks for that, Scar. We appreciate that, bud. Uh, But uh, getting into this tonight, uh, first thing I want to do is just get into Ohio State football. The spring game happened, um, I think it was was two weeks ago now, or was it last week? I don't remember. But uh, BJ, big Ohio State football fan. Uh, Obviously, I'm sure you watched the spring game, right? Uh, So you got to see the the young up-and-coming talent in that game. Uh, Maybe got a clearer picture of the quarterback situation uh, with C.J. Stroud, uh, Kyle McCord, and Jack Miller. I think we have a pecking order there now. CJ Stroud looks to be the leader in the cl- clubhouse. Uh, what are your thoughts on the quarterback situation, BJ? I,
0: I think that's right. I think you got the right, the right thing. I think it goes for sure, CJ Stroud, and then McCord second, and then the other one. You, I think he's just going to Jack Miller. out. Yeah, Jack Miller. He's just going to. I think he'll end up being transferred out because I really, uh, I, I, he he's got a cannon on him, but he did not look the best. I thought personally, Kyle McCord looked the best.
1: I agree. I think Kyle McCord's the guy. I don't know, man, you you know, you got to make a tough decision there. You're talking, we got, we got a guy coming in next year. You know, these are five-star guys. What's going to, these guys are, somebody's going to have to play
2: because they're not sitting for three years. Right. Yeah. That's, that's Quinn Ewers. It's coming in, uh, in the 2022 class. Uh, so definitely mullet. Yeah. He's got the mullet. mullet. Uh, he's got it going on, but, uh, yeah, for sure. I, I agree. But I think the thing is, um cj stroud's been there for the last two years now i think he's got the uh, confidence of his of his teammates and also the confidence of ryan day right now um i know the uh they said in the uh the post game that the playbook was a little bit limited for kyle mccord because he is a true freshman right i mean he's coming in right out of high school um and uh so they're not gonna be able to open up the playbook as much as they would for a guy like cj stroud um but i definitely think uh Jack Miller's going to have to look for uh, another place to play next year. Yeah. Um, you know, he, maybe he stay, sticks it out this year. He could do what uh, Matthew Baldwin did a couple years ago when he knew he wasn't going to win the job. He transferred to TCU. Baldwin. Now
0: he didn't even he didn't get to play last year. I think he's so.
2: I think he's retired. Yeah, he uh, gave up uh, football. Yeah, he got uh, too many injuries.
0: But uh, somebody's
1: somebody's going to get a good quarterback in Jack Miller. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. And you know he's from he's from Arizona. Um, I think that's kind of the destination that they're expecting him to go is back to Arizona. Um, you know, and that's definitely a place that he can comp- compete and play. Um, but yeah, for sure. I, I think it's a Kyle McCord, CJ Stroud battle yeah, right now, but I is. think CJ Stroud has the edge and I, I, I see him winning just the, the job. Way, just the
0: way, well, you know, CJ Stroud came in though. I think was it the, was the, it was the, the game before the National championship when they play Clemson. Yeah. He, he was in. the guy they put in there when the yeah, fields went down. He looked, he looked settled in. Though he, re- yeah. he looked good. I mean, he looked like he just did his thing out there even for, you know, a couple snaps and. You know, he got us until Justin Fields came back in, but he looked good. I, mean.
2: I think it's kind of a, a situation like, like the uh, Haskins-Burrow situation. It was a very tight battle between those two guys. Um, but I think Haskins kind of had the, uh, the locker room on his side in that um, situation. You know, I think the team um, wanted to go with Haskins. They felt he was the better option there. And, you know, I think C.J. Stroud kind of has that same thing going for him. I think, you know, the team is behind him. Uh, they want him to be the guy. So um, I fully expect him to be the guy there. Um, you know when it when it comes down to it. So, but I think that uh, you know um, that's going to be the quarterback battle. How it wraps up, um, as you guys said, Quinn, Quinn Ewers coming in next year. So it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be tough all the way through. But um, some other positions that you know were surprising. Jack Sawyer coming out, that monster, uh, stud man. as a stud, freshman. Uh, dude had five sacks in that game. I know it was you know it wasn't a tackle game. Uh, so he you know he really wasn't able to show what he what all he can do. Um, But certainly very impressive, and you know he looks to be that next guy in line for uh, DEU at Ohio State under Larry Johnson. Uh, Thoughts on Jack or Jack Sawyer? Excuse me.
1: He's a stud. stud. That's all you can say. say I mean, monster, like you said, DEU under Larry Johnson. I mean,
0: yeah, he's gonna be. It's
1: unbelievable. I was watching some of the highlights. I mean, unbelievable
0: pressure touches. I mean, he just he was everywhere. He was, he was all over the place. He
1: he was in the backfield the whole the yeah. whole
0: time. I remember Lucas telling telling me that um I think it was this, it was J, it was Jack's for uh, freshman year and he was playing basketball at the Dayton uh, the flying to the hoop and Paulie was telling and Paulie our good friend Lucas Paulie he was training and uh, he said he looked on a pamphlet and he, he thought this kid was like thirty years old running out there senior in high school and he looked on a pamphlet and he was a freshman it's said he's committed to Ohio State and he couldn't believe it.
2: Yeah, I think he was the number two player in the country last year uh, as far as, you know, overall recruits go. So, definitely a guy that's going to be special. Uh, he fits in that mold, that that Joey Bosa mold, that oh, Chase yeah. Young mold, as a guy that you could see down the line being a top five pick in the draft. So, uh, excited about his potential. That defensive line, I think, is, is probably the most solid and stacked group on this team. What uh, about
1: the if you hop back across the offensive line? There's going to be some movement there, right? I mean, there's going to be some guys that are going to have to move from, you know, Guard to
2: tackle, yeah, yeah. Paris like Johnson, the five star yeah. tackle, he's going to be uh sliding in at guard. Um, alongside the um, other thing, the
0: Buckeyes deal with their their center, they always move around one of the guards to center, usually.
2: Yeah, and it's going to be Harry Miller this year, who yeah. is a five star center. Yeah, uh, but the other guard should be Matt Jones or Enik Vahami. Not sure who's going to win that job yet. Mm-hmm. And they've also talked about Luke Weipler, who's a fresh or who's a sophomore center could potentially slide in at center and then move Harry Miller back to guard. So I, I'm not sure. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the offensive line. Um, but yeah, but like I said, you know, the de- defensive line stacked. I mean, oh, you've got Tyreek Smith,
0: Haskell's uh,
2: Zach Harrison, Haskell Garrett, uh, Jerron Cage. Um, you can keep going on and on with that group. They and honestly,
0: man, I, that's, not even the, that's not even what's the most stacked on the team. You don't think so? No, the white, our yeah, wide receiver wide Okay, you got you got a point <laughs> That's there. That's the most stacked on the team. For
2: sure, for sure. I mean, you, you saw Mecca Egbuka uh, had a big game, uh freshman number one receiver in the country last year. Marvin Harrison Jr. had a big game. Uh, of course, his dad's a NFL legend. Um, and then you got Garrett Wilson, you got Chris Olave, you got Jamison Williams, uh, you got... Gee Scott, who you know, I didn't see him on the field. He, they thought he might transition to tight end, but
0: then you're forgetting about the number one. Who's the number uh, one? Number, he, number. His name just slipped my mind. The number one that. receiver. No, he's like the number one player. Remember, he was our receiver number. Oh three. yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. forgets about him. He's he was the number one prospect coming out. Of Julian Fleming. Fleming. Fleming, yeah.
1: Did yeah. you mention a uh, Smith and Jigba? Or- I did not. Jigba?
2: Another I mean, one. Dude,
0: I'm telling you,
2: it's, really, it's- so, so we talked about the quarterbacks and the, the possibility that one of them might have to transfer. You know, what about that receiver room? Is anybody going to be able to transfer sure. out of that room? I mean, that's
0: stacked. That's a I good mean, problem to Alave have. Alave comes that's, back. That's a good problem to
2: have. Yeah, Alave comes back. You know, he skips the draft, he wants to get stronger. Uh, he mentioned that as the reason he came back to Ohio State, so I don't know, man. I mean, I think this group you know, I, who I think it's safe to say Alave, I mean,
0: Alave and he's a he's, a he's
1: a he's he's a top three receiver in college football this year. Yeah, well, sure, is. if not, for sure. And he's, in my opinion, he's one of the best. I love the guy.
2: He's kind of got that you know Devontae Smith thing going on where he's just kind of that skinny dude that yeah you know the I think he unreal gets, hands. He gets he gets uh, overlooked. a little shorter, A little shorter. Though. He is, but he gets overlooked. I think he was a three star guy coming out of, of high school, so overlooked yeah, in the Garrett recruiting Will- process. Got Garrett Wilson, though, yeah, I mean, and up- Garrett freaking Wilson's believe. freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. BJ's favorite player, That's my I think. Favorite. My I think, but time. if we're talking about, you know, question marks on this team, I think the biggest area is going to be the secondary because, you know, we're not sure it's going to happen there. Uh, we've seen um, Seven Banks didn't get a play in that game. Um, Cam Brown's coming back from an injury at corner. Yeah, uh, Latham Ransom at safety. Josh Proctor's going to start at safety, but besides him, not sure who's going to play back there with him. I think McCall. you know, McCall's going to play DB this year. Yeah, he's yeah. switching. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they they developed the new position, the bullet position. Uh, they got a guy named Ronnie Hillman, who's a, I believe a sophomore. Uh, he'll be you know working in that role along with Craig Young, another guy that came in as an athlete as a recruit. So it, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces in that secondary. It'll be interesting to see who who sticks and you know because Ohio State also is DBU in my opinion. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but where everything you know, corners come through here and you know they their first round draft picks. Yeah. Uh, a couple of freshmen on this team, Ja'Calen Johnson, one of them. Um, you know, that could potentially get some playing time. And then you got guys from last year's class, uh, legend Cav- Cavos, uh, who's who's a guy that could play as well. So yeah. I think that's the biggest area of, of concern right now for Ohio State. Um, but I don't think the defense can be worse than it was last year, especially in that national championship game, giving up, you know, all those yards and points they did to Alabama, so... Linebackers should be better, right? I mean, Taraja, that's, that, that's a position that sure. needs to get better. Yeah. Taraja Mitchell was a guy that I've talked about on a previous podcast, was a guy that you know, Jared Combs and I talk about recruiting all the time, but he was a five star dude that we thought would come in and play as a freshman. And he's a senior now, yeah. uh, getting his first opportunity. Uh, had those guys in front of him, tough Borland and uh, yep. Pete Warner. Think uh, about
1: that. That is unbelievable when you think about it. I mean, as a, as a fan, you think he's going to get that opportunity as a freshman because he's that good. Yeah. This is a five-star and he's a senior getting his first opportunity. Yeah. That that just shows you what a high state produces. Yeah. For sure.
2: And and he I you know it's surprising that he was willing to stick it out that long and you know uh stick around to to get his shot. So hopefully he he catches in and and, and he's one of those guys that makes a, a name for himself in a senior year and goes to the NFL draft and gets what gets what's coming to him. So um, but uh, moving on, Ohio State football, obviously we're excited about the season coming up. Um, but what we're not excited about, Jimmy, is, is the Red Six game losing streaks. So you want to start off with that. Uh, six games in a row they've lost. They've lost the Cardinals tonight, uh, two to nothing. Um, but uh, it's been the pitching, right? The bullpen specifically that's it's really letting them down right now. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's honestly the most frustrating thing because I would honestly say
1: the bullpen has probably blown four to five games for this team. The bullpen was good last night. Um, they kept him in the game. Surprisingly, um, you know there are a few guys struggling offensively. Uh, Suarez, you know, you know, our <laughs> listeners probably know he's one of my favorite players. I love the guy's personality. I love the guy, and ha- I love the guy, the player. Um, I just think he's struggling so much offensively at the plate. It's like he's not seeing the ball. Um, you know, I've talked with Combs about it. I've talked, I talked with BJU. Uh, dropping him in the lineup or giving him a few days off. I don't see the problem, but apparently David Bell does. The bullpen, oh my, it, it's ugly, man. It's but, you know, hopefully they figured it out. Uh, they didn't do too god-awful today um, either. So, I mean, starting pitching's been there. I mean, Sonny Grace second cool. outing back. I mean, you know, I just think, you know, streaks happen in baseball. We know that as much as anybody. You can win 10 in a row and then lose 10 in a row. I mean, that's baseball. It's the only sport where you can – do something three out of 10 times and be it be considered successful so i mean they're going to be streaks there's going to be slumps um you know i i'm not getting down on the reg yet i don't think we need to i think this team has what it can take i mean moose isn't even back in the lineup it just feels like all the pieces haven't been there um but I also feel like uh, India has cooled down. Um, that's kind of surprising a little bit. Well, but, I mean,
2: I think, you know, they, they are struggling right now, but offensively they're still producing, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're still, still the scoring, ball. and
1: that's a good thing. That's where in the years past we haven't been able to do that. Yeah. If this team plays last year, this might be a team that makes a run in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, now, bullpen-wise, I don't know, because the bullpen's got awful. Um, you know, Amir Garrett, you know, I was – Well, you
0: you put the bats on them last year. I think they beat the Braves.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if yeah, they had runners on base. I mean, how many runners did they leave in scoring position against the Braves? It it was unbelievable. But I think the bullpen is just so bad. I mean, we could talk about this all day,
2: man. And it's it's guys that you don't expect to be bad. You know, it's Samir Garrett, who, you know, in the past has been good.
1: His ERA is the the highest for any any reliever in baseball, I'm pretty sure. It's like like 17 or
2: something. He comes in spring training, he's got all this confidence in himself. He strikes out nine of nine batters or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. And then he comes in, and it's you know it's eighth inning, ninth inning, and he's giving up a home run, a double. You know he's he's but, walking guys, but, but like I said though, no to control
1: you, over his pitches. Spring training, you don't always see the best talent. You're right. You're facing yeah.
2: guys that are single A players. I'm just saying he came in with that confidence, yeah, that swag. And that's like, good.
1: The, the, the I don't mind the confidence and the swag. You know that as much as anybody. I love it on some guys, but if you can't back it up, that's when you look like an asshole. And a fight from
0: here, boys. Didn't mean you over here. <laughs> and, 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 Amir, and Amir
1: Garrett, I mean, he looks like an asshole right now. I mean, he's not producing. Um, you know, he's he's got this swagger about him that really doesn't – I feel like the rest of the team just doesn't vibe with his swagger. I don't know how to explain it. But, you know, Lucas Sims, I, I think the dude's got a lot of the, – the best, the, one of the best relievers in the game right now is TJ Antone. He did give up that laser home run. I mean, I think the exit velocity was like 116 miles per hour, but – you know, when you throw ninety eight, that's what happens. So, I mean, like I said, man, we could talk all day about the Reds. Uh, they got the Cardinals tomorrow at two. They're gonna get back on it. Um, it's a baseball's a long yeah, season. Yeah, that's a long the good season. thing about it. One hundred sixty two awesome. games. What was
2: it? It was it was at a week. They went from first in the division to last in the division. I think that's no. Know, they're not in last. Uh, they're they're either in last or second yeah, to last with the Cardinals. If you look yeah. at it right now, the Pirates are above them now. The Cubs are above them, and the Brewers are in first place at twelve and eight, I believe. It's I know the, the Brewers though. are in
1: first. The the well the Reds are in last. They're nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. In one they, week. They were wow, that is I hadn't looked at that. Three games back, but like I said, it's 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 like batting averages this early in the season, you know. You see big guys batting four hundred this early, you see guys batting one hundred this early. I mean, Joey Votto was batting like in the one hundreds a few weeks ago. Now he's almost up to three. So yeah. You can't really judge anything off early season. The Reds will get it gone. The Pirates and the Coveys are going to fall off. The Cardinals really don't have much this year. I know they got Nolan Arenado, but really they're not a great offensive team. What about the Brewers? Um, the Brewers, honestly, they have good pitching. That's what's helping them. Yeah. And, and I mean, and Travis, Travis Travis Shaw's ripping the damn cover off. The yeah, ball. he's killing. I him. mean, he couldn't strike me out, but he you know he could rip the cover off the ball. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Travis, if you hear that man, come on back. Uh, you probably still couldn't <laughs> strike me out, but we could see. I don't know.
0: I tell you what, though, I wish I wish I had
2: six Jimmy Barnett's on (laughs) this roster. Uh, But anyway, uh, I think one guy that you know, you and I in the past have kind of you know been down on is Jesse Winker, and that dude is on one of my favorite players, man. And I think I think
1: that's the thing about baseball. You know, I know I I get on you all the time as and BJ for being horrible fans. I always say that to you guys. But that's the thing. You about, can't
2: be positive all the time. You though. can't be
0: positive. That's the, that's the thing fan, about baseball,
1: though. It is a long season. It's a
0: long season, and yeah. teams it, get, it's, hot. It's hard get
1: hot. To, it's hard to stay up on guys. So, like, you'll get down on a guy like Winker who has these just horrible slumps like Suarez. Like, I know you're hating on Suarez. But, you know, Suarez hit, in 2019 hit 49 bombs. I mean, that just doesn't go away. You know, he's going to do that. He's going to get hot, I hope. Um, but Winker, you know, we were we were down on Winker, we were hard on Winker. Now he's one of our favorite players. I mean, I love the guy. The I, dude, just, he just hits. He, I mean, does. he hits. He doesn't. He but doesn't he doesn't strike has changed out. something. His approach is different. Yeah. His his confidence is different. You know, I was watching something, a conversation between him and Joe Morgan. So I mean, he's really changed a lot of his his approach and everything. So I'm excited about this Reds team still. I don't think we need to count him out, but uh, I'm going to hold off on talking him up on the podcast for a while. I want him to. I want to. Yeah, I, I want to clinch the division or something. Before we, <laughs> we may we hard.
2: may have been a little too uh, quick to uh, come out and say that we felt the Reds were, but hey, man, one it's of the best teams hot. in baseball. But and it's you like you get anything. excited
0: about it. though. It's, it's fun when they're winning.
2: Um, you yeah. know. They're, they're
0: going to go snap back. I we'll got see that. what happens.
2: I mean, Did you buy your Tyler Nakeman jersey yet? You told me you were going to buy a BJ. I
0: told you, man. I, I got to wait, man you got to wait. I, they were hot. I don't want to get too high on them. Like, look at us, dude. I don't over, think Tyler Naquin's
1: gone. an everyday player, personally. I mean, he oh, doesn't you know. impress me. He hits bombs. Um, that's all you want. He but doesn't impress you. He He's he's not – Um, not, just, Nick well, Senzel's he, better.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's where it's going. He just, is. Nick Senzel Senzel's. Is better. I agree. Senzel's an everyday saying. player.
1: I mean, uh, for Naquin to start over Senzel, it, it irritates the hell out of me. I don't understand I just, it. I get it. Maybe you're going to match up, but – Sinzel Sen- is—I mean—he's a threat on the base pass. He—he—he's better defensively. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I'd start Sinzel over Naquin, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, that outfield's jam packed. Man, Shogo's not even back yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just gonna uh, be rough
0: throughout the season with the bullpen, man. It's gonna, I think it'll be tough, but I think they could snap back, well, especially if their bats get hot. Again. They did—they
1: did use the taxi squad. They did get some guys from the alternate site. Uh, Ryan Hendricks, um, I believe that was his first name, but Hendricks came up yesterday. He looked really good. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of things to be excited about with with some of these young guys. Um, I I think that's where David Bell needs to start. Um, these guys that aren't producing, they need to definitely take a back seat and let's get guys in there that can produce. I mean, that's TJ Antone. He was a guy that nobody ever heard of. You know, guys like, you know, Tyler Stevenson used to catch Antone and he, you know, then he comes back and gets with him in the big league. He's like, damn, this guy throws 98 now. When I caught him, he threw 92. You know, he's like so I mean, guys change, and we need to give guys a chance that are that are
2: producing and doing things
1: the right way. So
2: yeah, yeah. So uh, wrapping up the Reds, um, you know, we've spent you know pretty much all of our podcast time talking about sports, talking about you know our favorite teams. Um, I wanted to switch it up a little bit this week, uh, go into a different topic, one that you guys aren't comfortable with, probably, but I felt like you know it was something we could you know, talk to our listeners about and just be open and honest with our, with our, you know, struggles with different things in life. Um, and one of those being, you know, body image, weight loss, something we've all three struggled with at times. Um, and I feel like, you know, just we, we, we said, you know, when we did this introduction of the podcast, we were going to talk about stuff besides sports, um, you know, really, you know, mental health being one, um, that you were passionate about Jimmy. Um, and I think this is one that, you know, a lot of people can relate with whether or not, you know, they want to admit to it or not, I think a lot of people relate to this type of topic. So um, let's talk a little bit about body image, BJ. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'll just go ahead and start my, with myself. You know, I've always been a guy that's, you know, struggled with weight, um, you know, even as a kid, um, you know, I had a sibling or two siblings that were always, you know, skinny and I was always a chunky kid, you know, the, of, big of big the family. You know, I remember my great grandma used to buy Fair. me a <laughs> big, yeah. My, yeah. my great grandma used to buy me uh, husky-sized jeans, and it really bothered me. <laughs> that
0: word, husky. My, gra- my grandpa, hu- my grandpa you
2: know, always used to say, "Well, he's just a growing boy." That
0: word, husky, just it it triggers something in me, like I'm <laughs> yeah. that or something, dude. Just yeah. husky. I'm just like, okay, I see what you're doing there. Oh, he's for sure, yeah, that's code word. He's just a guy. husky
2: boy. But I mean, like you know, self confidence wise, and you know, you know, being you know, I guess body image having having issues with that. We've all yeah. dealt with that, I think, yeah. at times. For sure. Um, you know, that's I right. went through it. Um, i i lost weight in 2019 i lost 70 pounds and then i put it all back on so it's something that's constantly you know you're constantly struggling with you know bj you want to jump in and
0: yeah that that's what a lot of people deal with um they they lose all the weight they see the results happen they want it quick it doesn't happen quick you know and then the number one thing is is it's it's not it's not some you know sedentary lifestyle that you're just going to do it now and then it's done and over with and you're happy-go-lucky you know it, it, it's a complete lifestyle change uh things like you though, are in you know you you know you you had kids you know right. you, you got a lot of stresses on well, there's you always know. excuses too yeah you can there always is it. there always there should. but it is it's it's a like i told you when, when we always talk about you losing the weight that first time you'd always ask me for pointers and you know because i i'm i'm big on losing weight and you know my diet and stuff and you know it, it's it's a lifestyle a lifestyle change and people people go into it just like a quick fix. Yeah, you no, know? and it's not that. It's not that, and a lot of people struggle with it. You know, I helped my dad lose, you know, over hundred some pounds, and then you know, work and everything gotten away, which, like you said, is no excuse. But things do get in the way because it's life. But you yeah. have to make it that lifestyle change. You have to. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's
2: not easy, like you said. I mean, it's not easy to, you know, stick to a, a diet when you're used to eating. Uh, the same way. Uh, you know, that's something we struggle with. Finding the right food to eat, you know, that's something that you, you, you're just kind of picky with what you like. You like your, what you like and you don't like anything else, right? I mean, it's just kind of yeah, that. That would probably be the toughest thing for me
1: is, you know, the diet part of it, the, the food. I mean, and I don't even know that it's, I, you know, for me, it's not the being active part because that's not really hard for me. It's what I eat. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like vegetables and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of that's just, um, you know, how when I was growing up, I didn't eat that stuff. You know, my parents didn't shove that down my throat or anything like that. I wish they would have. Um, so, you know, I mean, body image has been a thing for me, too. I mean, I you know, I was never coming through school. I was never like six-pack abs skinny or anything, but I wasn't fat. Yeah. Um, you know, and about, I, th- I think about 2012, I started seeing the pounds come on. I broke my patella and the pounds started coming mm-hmm. on when you can't really move or exercise. And all you yeah. can do is eat. I mean, there, yeah. there's just one way to go there and that's up. Um, and I've lost it too. i um, I've got, you know, when Rem was going through his weight transition, I kind of did the same thing. And I think I got down to all the way down to shoot. I've been as low as what? 200,
2: 210.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm all the way back up to like 250 now. So, um, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, you got to make those changes, no excuses. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, just a funny story about like, you know, we talk about body image and stuff, you know, and you really, I guess you, you don't really think too much about it until someone brings it up or makes a point on it. Like, like we were talking about Husky jeans and stuff. So I was playing, you know, I, I played softball after high school for a long time and, you know, I was still pretty active, but, um, I quit playing with the team I was with and I was just messing around one summer. It was probably a few summers ago. I was hitting softballs down at Felson's Park in, in Greenfield with one of our buddies. And, um, this old guy that we used to play with came up and I played with him probably shoot. It was probably five or six years before that. So, and I've been out of school now for 11 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a while, but, uh, you know, he comes up and he's like, he's like, uh, he kind of didn't say nothing to me. And then, then I, like we made eye contact and he said, Jimmy, is that you? He said, damn, you've gotten big. <laughs> you know, and when people say stuff like that to you, you're just like, well, "It bothers well, thanks. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It and is, I mean, like, you try to show it doesn't bother you. And they it, try to it, play it, it off, time.
1: like, oh, I didn't mean it like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and, like, yeah. I mean, you know, like my mom's made comments, like, you know, she doesn't, like, you know. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's not like we don't want to be healthy. I mean, right. you know, it's, and it's not that I don't think I'm a healthy person. It's just, you know, wait you know i'm not though like i mean i i guess in my mind i'm healthy but like when physically i'm not you know yeah no. so I, I don't know man there's a lot of things we and, need. To i think different. you
2: can take those comments that people make to you like you know one of two ways either you can let it bother you and bring you down or you can make use it as a motivational factor i guess um you know i've obviously i've had those comments too you know from my family members you know growing up just kind of jokingly but it also it, it bothers you right i mean oh, yeah I, you know, it, it puts you in a, a mindset that, you know, you're. that's just who you are. Well, so. you know, I,
1: I work at Southern State with my dad, and uh I'll be walking through the college, and I'll see my dad. You know, we work in different departments, and I'll be like, what's going on, Porky? You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh. yeah, and you guys know how my dad is, so, you know, he yeah, just yeah. says it, you know, being Jim, yeah. so – I mean just stuff like that I mean it gets to you but it
0: does yeah
1: At the end of the day man we all got to make a decision and, Yeah. you know And
0: and a lot of people think that they can't do it they have they have this mental block It's all it really is getting started that's the hardest part like point of it for me like getting into a new diet with me mean, there's sometimes I take it off you know and I you know I'll put some pounds back on like I just had covid and I I put about 10 15 pounds on there and I'm slowly getting it off now but, but it was the hardest thing you know always getting right back into that that lifestyle change that 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 diet that's the first thing but once you're settled in and- it,
1: it's almost like when you start a new job it's like yeah. you, you got that two weeks to a month yeah, but that. when you get past that like i know like like eating better like if i if i can go two weeks without eating out or just eating out one day a week and i can just eat like grilled chicken um like lean meat stuff like that green bean like for me that's the kind of stuff i can eat drink yeah. water uh, maybe have gatorade zero I can do that for two weeks. I feel like I can do it for another two weeks and another two weeks, and I build yeah. on it. Yeah. It's like a job, um, and I think that's the way you got to approach it. I mean, everybody has to do it differently. There's no one diet that works for everybody. Um, we all have different ways of doing it. So. Yeah,
0: and a lot of people do these. A lot of people do this. Uh, this whole, you know, low carb, this fats, fat you know, keto's. The the bottom line is, if you cut back your calories and you, you know, if you just Cut back your calorie, calorie deficit. That's all you need. People just look too much into it and they do things too fast and you know that's what they I get burnt out. Like like you did. That's, You've what, got burnt that's, out. that's what yeah. You get burnt out real quick and you can't do that. You gotta give yourself a little leeway. Now, my philosophy is the first two weeks you do you do a, a steady, strong you diet. Gotta burn. And then you gotta you gotta burn it. And then once you're in it, your body's like, you know, it starts getting to that mode. Two weeks is what I always do. And then, you know, after that, you can you can throw in a cheap meal. You can throw in you know, and I'm not talking a full day of eating, but I'm saying like a pizza yeah. man at night or something. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: and I and I think it's it's big, like, you know, someone like me who's a picky eater, you know, calories is a big yeah. thing for me. Yeah. You know, I do like a lot of foods that aren't good for me, but if I can limit the portions of those foods... And eat lower calories. I'm still going to see results. It's yep. just, you know, I, I'm not going to lose ten pounds a week. I mean, it's not no. going to happen. And it's those unho- are unrealistic. That's, that's now, unhealthy to do too. What, what happens is <laughs> that's, what that's pretty doing. unhealthy. What happens is guys like Ren and I, you know, we have weight to lose. So that first week, we it lose like shit. ten pounds mm-hmm. water weight. Yeah. Um, and then you know, so I mean, it's just it, it's just about what you can do, man. And we all do it differently.
2: Well, a couple different things on this. So um, one thing um, we talk about diet a lot, right? Um, so is it a diet or is it a lifestyle change? I think that's the the main thing to consider. Um, because you know, I was dieting when I was losing weight, I was dieting, I was eating 1500, 1600 calories a day. I was exercising five days a week. Um, but I was dieting. I was not eating, you know, food that I would typically consider to be good in my opinion. Right. I mean, I was eating stuff that I liked, but it wasn't like,
1: you were telling me it was good, but I knew deep down you thought it was, I mean.
2: It it was good. It was good, Tasted good. You just get burnout. You it. get burnout on that kind of food because I mean you can only um, eat you know the same same meal so many unless times. Unless you're the
0: rock, and then you know you eat. Well, if you're the rock, you have you know fish. millions
2: of dollars and you have so. personal trainers. and That's and another dietitians. thing too. With
0: a lot of people, they always they use that excuse as you know, you're it's it's expensive, which it is. I mean you know buying healthy things, yeah. and organic things. You know that that stuff is way more you know expensive than your normal picking up a you know a deep dish pizza or something. You know, but in reality you know, when I do my diet, I spend about $65 for the whole week on a Sunday. I go grocery shop on a Sunday, get my diet foods through the week. I eat like that. And then, you know, it's 65 bucks. I mean, that's for I mean, maybe that's a lot for some people, but dieting wise for the whole week, I don't think that's
1: too bad. Yeah, that's you not know? bad. But like Ren said, I mean, diet or lifestyle change. And I think that's what frustrates me the most is like, you know, like I hear like I, I want to diet, but then I think like, I don't need to diet. I need to just make changes. And like when you say lifestyle change, it's not really even, I don't even like that. I like, it's just like, I just need to make changes that are consistent. Like, I know yeah, deep down, Jimmy's not going to quit going to Roosters. I'm not going to quit going out with no. my friends, but I could limit doing that stuff Monday through Thursday. You yeah. know, I could limit, because I do do those things Monday through Thursday. And then when
0: you go to these places, like we go out and make, make smarter something. choices. Smart choices when you eat, yeah.
1: Like, and I have, I, you, I, have, you know, yeah. I've been, I went with you the other day, like, yeah. you know, saying get fried chicken. I got grilled,
2: I do yeah. get grilled chicken yeah. now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you can make those small choices. And then pop, that's huge for yeah, a lot of people. That's companies. a huge that's one for the, me. I can freaking suck down some chicken. Yeah. And I think
2: that, that's one of the easier things to stop too is the pop. I think it that's is. that's easy to stop because, you know, you're drinking it, right? You're not you're not putting it in. It's not yeah. food. Right. So I think I think it's easier to stop drinking pop than it would be to stop going out to eat and eating all this, yeah. you know, fast food and for all that sure. other kind of stuff. Um but We're uh, just
0: replacing it with a diet pop. You know, I mean people say that they're not as healthy, but you know, if you're on a diet and you need something like that, then Get that zero that's what it is
1: you know. for me man It's like that sensation of a pop i don't know why <laughs> he,
2: he like loves the burn it's like going. that burning
1: sensation man it freaking gets me going i don't know you man. used to love those
2: uh those things you get at kroger what are those called the uh sparkling ice the, i yeah. love those Th- those are calories
0: though man you like that little burn and sensation i like that man. black raspberry one yeah, that's put some little pop rocks in there little bubble oh, that's, you know, <laughs> that's good I like Gatorade Zero too. You know, like <laughs> that's like, good. That's good shit too. Like going it.
2: back to me, um, you know, so when I did stop doing that, restricting my calories as much as I was, you know, obviously it was way too much. But I felt like when I stopped doing that, the hunger sensations came back like twice or three times as strong, oh, uh, yeah. and, and that forced me to, you know, I was eating out every day. Well, what you know, were you? You were like,
0: you were probably restricting your calories to like twelve hundred a day
2: though. Uh, probably like fifteen hundred, which next. is a
0: lot. Going from probably honestly, you probably eat. 3,000 calories a day, yeah. and then you're restricting that, and then once you get off that, your body because you're you were cutting carbs too, yeah. So your body naturally craves carbs. Your brain craves the, the sugars, those carbs and stuff. And then once you, it's just like you're like a wild animal, man.
2: And it's just it's crazy how it works too. Like when you eat like that, like so I, I would always text you because you know I was losing you know five ten pounds a week yep. when I was losing. And if weight. you weren't
0: doing that, you'd better be there somewhere.
2: And I would be so <laughs> upset if I wasn't. But it would be like you know if I would do a cheat meal on the weekend, like I would gain five pounds just from that meal even if that was all
0: I ate well that I always told you that it's just it's and it's pissed me you off <laughs> eating breadings and when you when you eat your breadings that's going to retain water weight yeah so yeah. you were getting that water I think, and pressure. I think that's the, the, the main
2: thing is like to be able to understand that stuff and how it works um so that when you are going through you know a change like that yeah. you understand that this is what's going to happen and don't get frustrated because I think you know anybody that's losing weight, like you want to see progress immediately. Like mm-hmm. you want to see, you know, your work, your hard work, you know, going into effect so that you don't quit. Cause I mean, I think that's a big motivating factor for a lot of people. And
1: So, I mean, now that we've talked about this, I mean, all of us have kind of shared different things. I think the biggest things we can take away from this are consistency, mm-hmm. um, longevity, yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, just, you, you know, just following
0: a routine 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 and consistency is the routine consistency and And not getting down on yourself like ren was saying because like i've been doing this stuff since i really got into this about in 2012 i lost a lot of weight got down to like 150 so i lost about 60 pounds and i'd get frustrated looking at the scales you know but you can't you can't once you go through all that then you realize that hey this weekend when i go out and i eat bad i'm probably gonna be bloated for a good four days and then after that four days you feel like you're skinny again and people get down because like oh my god you know and Ren, Ren re- really did that big time but a couple of days later he but if you was keep that consistency pounds. and yeah. that
1: routine yeah you're gonna be able to get yourself back to where you were I mean yeah.
0: you can't you know, be miserable you gotta yeah. live a
1: little life yeah I mean you know I think everybody that I know that you know is physically fit and you know they all fluctuate in weight I mean oh, yeah. about you know yeah. from ten to fifteen pounds it just depends on where they go it's, yeah I mean you know just what time of the year it is I think a lot of times. People weigh more in the winter, yeah, for sure. um, you know, for sure. there's not a lot to do. I know. I, I'm like a bear, man. I'm hibernating <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> you know, I'm getting all that flubber on. But you know, I mean, I, I, you know, weight loss is just one of those things that I think more people, people are just, you know, they don't want, like. I'm one of them. I didn't want to talk about it on this podcast. Yeah. I, you know, I, I know that you know, there's gonna be people out there like, oh hell, I don't want to listen to this, but. You know, Ren's right. BJ's right. I mean, it is something that all of us
2: face struggles with. at some point. Do, I mean, BJ, do you still think about seventh grade basketball jersey, BJ? <laughs> <laughs> blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have blonde hair, man. Little Harry Potter. I just want to, I'm just. Yeah,
0: I, I think about that. I mean, I, I, I as if, like, well, if I'm going to be honest, I got an old poster up on my, my ceiling when I lay at bed and I stare at it. So it gives me a little bit of motivation. Then I, that's go awesome. Running, do it. No, I'm just kidding. I got a
1: poster of you on my ceiling, too.
2: <laughs>
0: that's not the one we talk about on here, though,
2: Bob. Yeah, all true. right. So, uh, again, just something we wanted to do to, you know, to let people know that we all struggle with stuff like this. I mean, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there to do. Uh, whether or not they want to admit it, that's fine. But uh, I felt like it would be good for us to get on here and be honest about our own struggles and, and do something different that we normally do. You know, we're always talking about sports on here, so I want to do something a little different. And speaking of doing something different, um, BJ, you know, I suggested to you a topic for this week Ghost stories, right? Aliens uh, and
0: ghosts, man. That's... Aliens
2: and ghosts, uh, oh. just to kind of getting something different and, and unique. Uh, I know that some of us, some of us have had some paranormal, <laughs> paranormal experiences in their <laughs> lives. Uh, one of us in particular, and we'll let him uh, start it off for us. But um, yeah, so ghosts and aliens. We're going to talk a little bit about this, you know, unique topic that we're not uh, typically comfortable with discussing. But
0: I, I just been getting freaked out lately, man. From yeah. the alien stuff, all that stuff coming out okay. about,
2: like, the UFOs, dude. All right. Uh, so right. We'll start strange, with the ghost yeah. stuff. Uh, so, Jimmy, I know you've had some uh, run-ins with ghosts in your life. Uh, the only run-in that I can remember with ghosts, uh, I don't know if you remember back in uh, probably, what, 2013 maybe, 2014, uh, when Dawson and, and you and I, and I don't know if Jordan went or not, but we went to see Paranormal, <laughs> paranormal Activity 2, uh, and we were freaked out after that movie. Um and then we get back to our dorm room, and as soon as we open the door, the blinds shot up, and we all, you know, were worried if we should sleep in that dorm room that night. So that is
1: I, no lie. I mean, that that <laughs> swear to God that happened. Yeah, those blinds went straight up, and I don't know how the hell it happened.
2: What was the girl's name? Was it Katie? I it don't know. It was Katie, man. I think. Remember Katie? She had, she's the one that got possessed, and. You know the dude comes in the bedroom. She like stomps up the stairs and comes like throws him up against the wall. All I'm
1: saying is that part freaks me out in Paranormal Activity. And the part where the, they walk outside and all those old ladies are standing oh, there. God. Oh my that god! That part gives me yeah. nightmares, dude. I probably want him. I'll be freaking out on my drive home from your house tonight over that.
2: The, they walked into the garage. They went in the garage. Yeah, I can't yeah. handle that. Dude. That was, I was like Paranormal a, Activity three. My yeah, eyes are It's water. like a herd
0: of sheep. They walked in there. All they're they're all like rest.
2: huddling over, yeah. like praying. Or That's doing the, kind of my worst nightmare. Jimmy,
0: you thought dude. that was real for like, dude. I was <laughs> you flipping out, dude. He kept saying, "Dude, B, this is real, man. This is real shit." And I'm like, "No, it's not."
1: <laughs> dude, I was flipping out. I hate that stuff, dude.
2: I you don't like elderly people? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not
1: old elderly people. Old <laughs> <like laughs> that on
2: that show. I don't. Old what what were they supposed to be like freaking... witches or something? Like, yeah, I don't know what possessed. the hell they were. They were. They had
1: something wrong with them. I promise you that they were possessed, dude.
2: So, other experiences that you've had with ghosts, Jimmy. You want to run into a couple of stories? I know you've told some. I don't well, know if well, you'll, I, you'll bring them all up on this sh-
0: podcast. I got but... one
1: that I can bring up on the podcast, and I, you know, I. When I was a little kid, um, my uncle Kenny, he always used to say that. Uh, <laughs> uncle, Kenny.
0: <laughs> uncle Kenny, man, that's a
1: story. <laughs> uncle Kenny, he used to, you know, I, I used to, I was an ordinary boy, and mom used to, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't always mind. So <laughs> when I we go over to my aunt and uncles, uh, he'd always tell me, you know, if you don't mind your mom. Uh, I think it was, like, his sister Margaret was her name or something like that.
0: They're all named Margaret. Who knows that?
1: Um, She was scary, man. I mean, this woman, if death death had, like, a a person, she was it. Like, she looked like death. Like, scared the hell out of me. And she was just scary. But he always used to say she'll cut your pecker off if, you know... (laughs) If, if you don't mind your mom. And I know that, you know, some of you might think that's weird or whatever, but he did say that to me. And, I you know, if you knew Michael Kenny, you'd know he's a funny guy. I mean, he was always nice to me and everything. But he would say that to me when I wasn't minding my mom. And, well, she died. And, uh, you know, I knew what she looked like and everything. I'd been around her a couple of times. And she had died. And then, you know, I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight. And I was at, asleep at my parents' house. And, you know, it was – you know, dark out and my door's open and, uh, I'm laying there, man. And next thing I see in the hallway, I see these, this lady standing there and it's her. <laughs> What's her name? Margaret, Margaret. It's Margaret. She's standing there, man. <laughs> and there's two people with her. I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not lying. My eyes are watering. You guys can vouch for <laughs> it. <laughs> Your
0: eyes are
1: I, I mean, I'm not lying. Um, She's standing there. Did she have scissors? No, she's staring. Why does she
0: have scissors? (laughs) She's going to cut his
2: pecker off, remember? Oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's standing there, dude. So, you know, I'm in this twin bed. I'm a little seven, eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid. I I don't remember how old I was. And there's these two guys on both sides of her. They're taller than she is. And I remember she walks into my room. Dude, I'm freaking out. She walks into my room, stands at the foot of my bed. How old are you this time? Like seven, eight, nine, I don't know. I was Mm -hmm. little. Stands at the foot of my bed, dude. So I go under the covers.
2: You're tearing up.
1: I list. remember
0: this, dude.
1: <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not lying. I go under the covers, and then I see her. She's under the covers. Like she came, she lifted up the bottom of the covers. Oh, jeez. So you I get obviously board? I jet out and I go in mom and dad's room. Oh I jet out of the room. There they are, standing at my mom and dad's doorway, and I'm trying to wake my mom and dad up and dad, dad, won't, dad won't get up dude he's like telling me to quit or whatever and my mom she's just laying there and uh you know they're just neither of them woke up and like they're standing there and i'm freaking out dude so i just shut my eyes and i laid under those covers and then you know obviously it, nothing happened but i just laid there until they were gone but i swear to god i saw her man it was her it was margaret and that, that's my that's my paranormal encounter. That's that's the one that's always freaked me out. I don't know. It, to me it was the realest thing I've ever experienced. I swear to god. But did it, what was it her face? It was her. Oh it was her, man. I mean, do you see dead people? I see dead people.
2: <laughs> so I don't know that I've heard a more frightening story than what Jimmy just told. Uh, BJ, you have anything to add to that story anything you, yeah. you
0: want to bring I, up? I mean, there was one time when I was younger, my it was me, it's me, my cousin Brandon, and we walked into the kitchen. We we're getting fudge pops. This is when I look like Harry Potter with glasses, seventh grade. <laughs> Probably a little bit younger, but uh, I walked into the kitchen and we had like these tables and tables and chairs and stuff. And uh, grabbed the fudge pop. Was walking back out into our. We had two living like dining room things. We were walking back out into the dining room from the kitchen, and we heard like scooting chairs everywhere. And I was like, "What?" I looked at my cousin Brandon. I was like, "What, what is that, man?" And he he's you know, he's not scared of anything. So we go back in there and my, you know, my, my table's completely sideways. My chairs are all pushed out, all four of them. And he looks at me and we dart into my living room and he goes, yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'll be right back. I'm here to grab a game. Um, I'll be back in like two minutes because he lived like five, five minutes away. So I'm like two seconds away. And I'm laying in there with my, uh, this big, big pillow. I had that covered my whole body. I'm just sitting in my chair. So, I kept telling myself I'm going to run because I knew he finally finally knew he wasn't going to come back for my ass. And so I <laughs> so I threw the, the pillow to the side and I run in and I do like a full like Superman dive in my dad's bed. And I'm like, dude, you got to go in there and look at that. So he goes in there and I mean, he even witnessed it too. He's seen all the chairs and tables move and stuff. And I was like the only real like paranormal thing ever happened. That, 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 that freaked me out. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean,
2: that that's the, that's, kind, of, I mean, that's
1: kind of like paranormal activity. That kind yeah. of stuff they move chairs. And stuff.
2: Well, I've always felt that that BJ was possessed, so I think yeah. it, that could potentially be where that happened. He, he could have done that himself. If there's I, have, I have, I have uh, got the got the devil out of that boy. There is a YouTube video if you want to search it called uh, "The Exorcism of BJ Rose." Um, no, from no from Shawnee State. Or, <laughs> or, no, that was from uh, that was from Montana. Wait, Sarah, is Sarah? Yeah, a really look video? it up. There's, a, there's the exorcism of BJ Rose. It's on YouTube. I released the devil. Wait, is that when you grabbed Release my head? The and said devil. That? Is that
0: you put that on YouTube? <laughs> I did. I did <laughs> did I you really? Yeah.
2: Then you guys uh, always say Cristo. I was like, what? Cristo. Every time I looked, you say there. Oh, there. That's a that's a supernatural thing. If you ever watched yeah, Supernatural the TV show,
1: that's a weekday morning laying yeah. around. That's how they that all day. that's
2: how they identify demons. If they say Cristo and your eyes turn black, that means you're a demon. Yeah. That's why we said it because we thought maybe when your eyes would turn black. <laughs> you throw salt on me. <laughs> Hey, man, Salt <laughs> assault Works, right? Or Silver Blade. I got oh, one in my pocket my right now if you want right. to test it out. But uh, I, I haven't really had any par- paranormal activity happening in my life. I mean, and the scariest mm-hmm. thing that's ever happened to me was, you know, just the picture that's in my basement. I don't know if you've seen that picture in my basement. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Have you? The picture of my grandma when she was a kid and her sister. when they're. Oh, young. yeah, I have seen that. It's it's creepy, and that's about the only creepy thing I have in my house that scares me when I go downstairs.
0: So. Does it look like my house growing up. Head? Huh? Does it look like they're looking at you or something?
2: No, it's like a, it's like one of those old time pictures. And like they're like they have ponytails and they're just like staring. Oh, like, at okay. yeah, they're not like there's no smile there's on their no, face. Yeah. They look like they're like you guys you know.
1: know those like all American girl dolls that like our sisters have like growing up. Like they used to sit on the dresser. You know what I'm talking about? Like they collectors items or whatever. Yeah, like grandmas used to buy them for their our sisters. But it was weird, man. Like I I cannot stand seeing those sitting in the house on the dresser or whatever.
0: Yeah,
2: I feel like they're staring at
0: me. Yeah. yeah. Those always trip me out.
2: So I think I think that's our ghost story segment there. I mean, we um, about aliens, man. What about the whole the, the the UFO sightings? The Navy? That's crazy. The, the, so you're talking about the Joe Rogan podcast stuff?
0: Well, not just that. Just I saw you seen that, it? dude. The
2: Navy. The, the Navy, uh, or like or the Pentagon, has confirmed that there was a
0: UFO sighting. Yeah, it's like they like they didn't know what it was. It was over top blinking, was like triangle, and it was like flying over top of a Navy destroyer or something like that. And they finally came up like, yeah, this is real too. And they've said a lot of things like that too. Over the past could you months. imagine
1: Molly and I watching a lot of those Netflix like documentary series and stuff like that um, where all that's going on and like about UFOs yeah. and space and stuff like that, like uh, government secrets, yeah. stuff like that. Imagine if you could get your hands on some of the like, top government secrets about oh, UFOs, my. aliens. Dude, they're out there, man, because I've been looking at some of the, I've been watching those shows. And, you know, obviously,
0: I don't know how true those shows are, but they're out there. There's one that I watched. I f- completely forget the name of it. It's called the um, the something. I forget what it's called. America's Book of Secrets. No, no. This is the this is the most crazy one I've seen in a long time. Everybody should watch it. I what channel is it on? It's a movie. It's, a, it's like a documentary movie thing, but they actually have like high seniority people on it and they actually talk about it. I watched that. Dude, you told the me ex, about the it. extravagant or something like that. Yeah, the, I watched it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is different. That's Bob Lazar stuff. That's oh different. But this I, is like called I watched the X the um. I forget what's it's called. It's called something with an E. But that everybody should see that. That's crazy. Like the story at the end of that. That's just. Wild. There's some crazy stuff out there, man. Yeah. I mean, it, I
1: mean, it's, it, it's unbelievable what's out there. I mean, like Molly asked me the other day, like if you could, go, if we could go to space, would you go? And I'm like, no, I don't know, man. I'm not getting in a rocket. Man, out man there.
0: I get freaked out in a plane, dude. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> i just scared of plane. But I, the reason why I would bring that up is just I wouldn't have brought this up a couple years ago. But like you know, now it's like. The Navy and like the Pentagon, all these people are like saying that the stuff's real, kinda. Basically, like they don't know what it is, like that so, freaks me out. So
2: since it's real, like what's what 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 happens? Like what what's gonna happen if if you know aliens visit us and I we? Okay.
1: I don't know what that they I? think
2: they're aliens. It's just an unidentified it's
1: object. It's unidentified. They so don't what know what
0: it, what it is. What what what's even freakier is if it's not. What if it's another country? That's what scares me. And they have that capability. They have that capability. That freaks it's me. It's China.
2: It's China, China, as Donald China. Trump says. China, China. <laughs> we miss you, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but no, man, that's the that's the only reason why I bring it up. Just because every it's it's been more documented now than ever, especially from like high ranking things. Like it's.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, you could go like you said into into some yeah, rabbit holes right, on out, that yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. There's there's some stuff out there on the Pentagon and yeah. just like that America's Book of Secrets. If, if any of you guys listen and watch that on Netflix, it is seriously a good show. There Is are there like
0: some episodic there's, type deal? Yeah,
1: there's some stuff out there, man. It, it's pretty cool. Would you want to know though? Like, would you want to yes. know all that stuff? Yes. You know, you, that's know a now. good good thing. You know, you got a good point there. I there are some things I think I would want to know, and then there are some as, things I do. as like, easily
2: scared as we are. Do, would you really want to know some of the stuff
1: Snowden's put out there? Like, I'm a big Snowden guy. I think what Snowden did was, you know, a lot of people patriotic. say like he was, you know, I think it was patriotic. A lot of people say, you know, he's, you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A traitor. traitor, a traitor to the country. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think so. I mean, Edward Snowden. I mean, I I've seen him. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast, I believe. Um, yeah. He that dude. That dude's something, man. The yeah. stuff he he went through and what he did for the American people. He did that for the people of America. Really. And he knew. He knew
0: that. He, he knew what
1: he was getting himself into. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it, it's just the fact that if if they are here, I don't know. If they are here, then. They're obviously not. If they are here, if that's if that's real, if that's real, I'm not saying it is, but I think it is. But they're not. They can't be bad. You know what I mean? Because they, if they're here, then they've been here forever.
2: Yeah.
1: So. You know, I think that's oh, no, another. I no, really get
0: scared about this stuff. He he'll have to sleep with his in his bed tonight. With his wife with his, his banky. Too, with
1: you know, banky. I I think that's another thing we could get into on a different podcast. though, is like. Kind of like the America's Book of Secrets stuff, like yeah. the government stuff. I probably
0: but, have to wa- go watch
1: that. Dude, it's good. Watch it. There's a lot of stuff out there, man. I mean, just like government stuff, government conspiracies. I mean, some of these presidents, I mean, there's some... I mean, just think about what our presidents know that they don't tell us. I mean, uh, But know, do they know? Yeah, Are Or is what knows? they don't know. Yeah, what they don't know
0: is what freaks me out.
1: But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, man. There's 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 so many things out there that's... Politically driven, but also that you wonder if they even friggin know. I mean, it's just a crazy world. Yeah.
0: And it's hard. It's really hard to talk about anything nowadays without getting political, which is so, it's just exhausting now, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm, it's like, it's cool to talk about that stuff, but you know, and same token, it's just exhausting anymore. It's like, can we just get along the
1: world we live in today man people can't agree to disagree i mean it's
0: crazy how i mean three or four years ago it's diff- it's way different from three or four years ago and i can't imagine it, oh, being it in five years you it, know, it's it's, be even different,
1: so. it's a different world today but it is what it is
2: yeah so last topic on the evening uh let's get into the big ufc event tonight uh, i know you guys both got some fan duels going on Um, Main card, of course, the main event is uh, Kamara Usman, Jorge Masvidal. Knockout first round. Rematch of the welterweight uh, championship from, uh, I believe it was a couple months ago, maybe four or five months ago. Uh, Kamara Usman won uh, that first matchup, uh, but Jorge Masvidal came in on six days notice. uh, Had to lose like 25 pounds, I think, in six days, Um, so he was able to do that, but... Um, you know, it's it could be a different fight tonight. We'll see. Um, you guys have any ideas, opinions on that fight? You know what you expect to see in that matchup.
0: Uh, I hope it's not boring.
2: Yeah,
1: Usman's never going to be boring. I don't think personally. he
0: was his first couple. Well, the last about three fights, have been he he fun was to watch. absolutely
2: was boring. He was. Very I don't boring. think he's going to be boring tonight. tonight. I don't
0: think. I, I think that from here on out he won't be. I think he's going to actually fight. His last two fights have been exciting.
1: All but, I'm all I'm saying is I hope uh, Jimmy Crute. Crute or however you say crute. it. Crute. I'm horrible with names, man. Crute. Is it just Crute? Uriah. Jimmy Crouton. Uri- Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Crouton. <laughs> Uriah Hall. I'm not even gonna try Valentinas, but Valentina Shevchenko. Mm-hmm. Shevchenko. I hope they win because if they win,
2: um, I might, Jimmy's
0: probably might see a little bit of money. I might baby. see a little money. I'm seeing a little money right now. I
2: think the, I think the best fight on this card is a is a female fight. I think it's Uh, Wiley Yang taking on Rose, Rose Eunice. Yeah. I think that's a big fight. I don't know if you saw the last. Uh, Fight for uh, Yang, but that was against uh, uh, Joanna Young Chech or however you say her name. One of the best fights I've ever seen. It was a female yeah. fight, just, and just Rose five is down rounds to throw, of man. She yeah, for there. sure, five rounds of just you know outright you know throwing punches, trading shots, and it was it was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Uh, I so I think that'll good. be a good one tonight. Uh, and then of course Valentina Shevchenko is one of the most dominant champions as far as females go. Yeah. In the history of the UFC, so I don't even
0: know who this girl is. she's fighting. To be Jessica
2: Andraj, Andraj is the one that beat Rose Namajunas for her championship, oh, okay. knocked yeah. her out. Yeah. And then the yeah. girl she's fighting, yeah. uh, so this I think it's Zhang form. or Yang. I can't remember. Wiley Zhang, I don't know. The Wee She Zhang? beat Andraj.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's what's the belts then? What's what what what, what uh, weight did they have? One of
2: them up? is straw weight, and one of them is fly so Rose weight.
0: moved up then.
2: No, Andraj is moving down i think that's
0: what i was saying so rose moved up with no her. rose is staying in the same division oh, okay oh I'm so she knocked her out for that belt okay yes and now she's staying there i get you She getting yeah. another title shot yep i mean yep. i don't know why jorge's getting another one I, I like him a lot i think he's funny and cool but Uzman's just on a different breed in his weight class man i mean he i i think he could go down as one well of the most unstoppable people yeah for his sure. weight class that is
2: yeah he's a stud uh, he he's finally figured it out. I know you said you know he's never been boring, but he he was boring, boring for a time boring. in his
1: career. Well, for he's the, one of those guys for, that, for the last three fights. From when seasons. I've been watching yeah. him, right, right, he, you're he's, right. He's not been boring. He was,
2: but that was like the big thing with him. You know, before that was he was one of those lay and pray guys. He would wrestle you for five rounds or three rounds, whatever it was. And you know that's the type of fighter you guys don't really Control enjoy watching. So. Lay and pray. It sounds like something. But I when know. he won the championship, he beat Tyron. <laughs> yeah, Avery,
0: Wood, he beat Woodley, Tyron the tip, Woodley. Tip of the his. Ladder too, wasn't it? Wasn't Woodley still stud then when he beat? him? That was
2: when he was a champion, yeah. Yeah. And he dominated him for five rounds, doing just that—just you know, wrestling him for five rounds, and you know he had no shot. Um, But it should be a good card tonight. Um, You know, I don't know if we'll watch it, Jimmy, because we got to be up at four a.m. to get ready for bed now, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Before we go, I'm I'm interested to hear your thoughts about. The old Jake Paul fight, man. You never, you never, you never talk about it. You never said nothing about it. I don't know if you have watched it or seen it, but I I
2: watched the uh, the short highlight of the what was it one minute? Uh, Jake Paul knocked him
0: out. He's Easy a joke, money. though.
1: <sighs> uh, you you think Jake fight? Paul's
2: a fight? You don't, you
1: just told me the other day you think he's a I real deal. I think he deal. can
0: throw. I think he can. I think he can throw. But I think if he actually a real boxer, I knew I have you've got to see a. Hey, let's
1: let's be honest though. He's backed up everything he said so far.
0: Yeah, I against mean, against. A thirty-nine-year-old Ben Askren looks like melted butter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not—that's not a lie. Um, you know, Ben Askren, obviously one of the worst strikers the mixed martial arts has ever seen. Uh, he was a champion, but he was one of those guys that could wrestle you and. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, listen, this dude's a YouTube celebrity. It's right? all for money, man. It's all for money. A great
1: if job you saw it. if you saw Ben Askren walking off there, he had he's the smiling. biggest grin on his face, man. He made a million he, dollars. He just made him so much he's money. And and that's these guys know that. I mean, it's just like how you guys say McGregor is. It's all for show. Well, if you know It's notice, all for money, man. If it's you notice
2: who Jake Paul calls out, he's not calling out guys Paul in his like, weight class for no, one. No, he's not. He's not calling out guys in his weight class. He's calling out guys that are, you know, 135 pounds, 145 pounds, like McGregor. Which the only reason he would fight McGregor is for money Cash, because he would yeah. get his.
0: ass I think beat. McGregor would beat him. I 100% do. Well, you, heck yeah, he would, dude. Come on, this
2: dude's been boxing for two years. I, I I can't stand. You know, I'm a UFC fan. I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I feel like those guys get no respect for their mm-hmm. skills, man. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, well. You know, you you can't get in there with a YouTube guy. But you never see Paul a boxer box. get in
0: there. You'll never you'll see a you'll see a UFC get in with a boxer, but you never see a boxer get in with the UFC. Ever. I mean,
2: it's happened. It's happened in the past. And
0: it has not worked out.
2: It, it hasn't worked out. But they always have that puncher's chance, of course. But you know, if you're fighting a dude like like McGregor, who has a skill set where he can you know kick you in the face or you know take you down, you mm-hmm. know, beat His you, know, ground really- and pound. I mean, uh, you're not going to win those fights yeah. if you're a boxer, but. I just feel like there's a lot of disrespect as far as the skill level goes of just these UFC guys. two different guys. sports,
1: really. I they mean, are, yeah. That's like UFC. I mean, to, I was telling BJ, that I wish UFC, you could only stand up and punch each other, and he said, well, that's boxing, but I wish you could do it with just – I wish it was like boxing with no gloves and you could <laughs> kick each Straight other in fight. the face. Fight. That's bare we go knuckle. We can to
0: catch 22 and say, yeah. But that's so what that's I want to see. That's a bare knuckle fight. I don't want to see them laying
1: on the ground choking each other. That stuff's not interesting to me. But I know dude, that's, that's a skill and that's yeah. a type of fighting. Um, it's not interesting. So you're telling I don't me you're not very interested people in when like people
2: it. when people pull off crazy submissions that that doesn't interest you at all.
0: Not like when I really. check someone out, they get us. I mean, you know,
1: I I don't mind it if it's like a, a good.
0: I get you what know, you're saying. It is. Way I'm more talking. I'm you're talking down. like
1: a the fight we watched tonight where they roll around the whole time. And they're not really doing nothing. They're well, just, he was on your fan. They're tired. Well, yeah, I was a little pissed off <laughs> at him, but you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I I like to see him. Honestly, I want. I'm not
2: even gonna say what I was
1: gonna say. Never mind. Next, <laughs> next topic.
2: <laughs> No, we're still we're in on this. Uh, for the Jake Paul thing, though, um, I saw the, uh, you know, he made a comment to Daniel Cormier yeah, on Twitter.
0: This disrespect is it's awful.
2: Dude, let's be real. You, would, you think he wants to get in there with Daniel Cormier? Yeah, I don't care if he's had, 40 years old and 300 pounds, dude. He's
0: going to get knocked out. He Cormier knocked out hands. Stipe that's what I'm with saying. a short
2: left hand. Like, he's I got mean, hands. he's going to knock out a kid that's been a YouTube star and, you know, it's been Who boxing doesn't for fight two
0: boxers. years. Like Dana was saying the other night, he's like, why the hell is this kid talking to UFC guys? Just leave us alone! Like,
2: and man. what's
1: funny is those guys are like from uh, from Ohio, right? Yeah, they're from they're from Ohio. Yeah, they we went were to we're Ohio gonna, University.
0: Yeah. Our good friend Joe and Mo, Lo- Logan Neil Paul Coffey, was
1: like a like a he's, he's like a state wrestler, yeah, like. like yeah. Yeah. You like, legit. it's just funny to me. Like, now they're big.
2: Like, you would never expect. They're freaking YouTube sensations. They're cool. Famous.
0: I mean, that's cool. But
2: I- Let's be honest. I mean, they're they're smart. They're business smart. Oh, wow. They're making all kinds of money. <that- no, that's no, what really they're, they're doing. I mean, it's the just, it, had, like, it's
1: they're the kind of guys that you either love them or you hate them. I personally think they're
2: douchebags.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I also think Conor McGregor's a douchebag. So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Is July 10th. <laughs> we'll find
2: out. Dustin Poirier 3 coming up.
1: Poye, I'll put a grand on
0: it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't this time. Wait. I'm being serious. I don't know, Jimmy. Every time I tell you to pick, you, you BJ, always... I don't trust your opinion. I know. I know. Every time it's I've wrong. You, every time. I know. Every time I've told you, it's been the opposite. I'll put a grand.
2: So. I'll put a grand on Poye. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, well, I
2: think that's I'm gonna wrap it up. Money. I think that's gonna wrap it up for <laughs> us tonight, um, BJ. Your second time on here, we we certainly appreciate you coming back on. Uh, obviously, we'd we'd like to have you on down the road as well. Um, you know, I, you're you're kind of a fan favorite for us. You got us our most views on any uh, podcast we've had so far with your uh, social media platforms. So you know, let's let's call out T Scar. T Scar, you gonna come on this show or not, man? Is T Scar gonna come on? You I mean, come on? we talked about him in the introduction. I think yeah, he was one of the first people we mentioned.
1: Let's get you. Let's get you on this show and give give us a call, man. You got our number. Give us a call. Let's get you on this show. I smell a little fear.
0: Fear. T Scar's scared to get on here.
1: Okay. DJ says you're scared. So I mean, let's see what happens, man. <laughs> We'll see if you listen to the podcast all the way through. <laughs> all right. So uh,
2: it's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Uh, it's been a long night. Uh, Jimmy and I have to get up in about four hours here. So um, we, we will be back next Saturday uh, to bring you another episode, hopefully. Um, but BJ Allen, thanks again for joining us no problem, on the Legacy lineup. And we'll see you next week.